1: Hi, I'm Naomi Atwood, and welcome to episode two of My Big Idea, an ASOS podcast. Our guests today are Lisa and Tida Finch, founders of London based jewellery label Finchatida. The Lao British identical twin sisters are heavily influenced by their culture and pushing the envelope with their rebelliously chic designs. Their jewellery has caught the eye of Mila Kunis, Florence Welch, Leanne Le Havas, and most notably FKA Twigs, who's a big supporter. Here's Lisa and Tida's story. Hi girls, so do you mind introducing yourselves to start with?
0: No, not at all. So I'm Teda And I'm Lisa. And we run Finch Tida, the jewellery label.
1: Amazing. And uh, how did you two girls meet in the first place? Oh, we're actually twin sisters. We <laughs> <laughs> so came out of the same egg. Uh-huh, yeah. same
0: egg, same womb, same mum, and <laughs> <laughs> dad, I hope. <laughs> and then, um, so we're here to
1: talk about your jewellery business. Um, yeah. Do you want to kind of go back to the days of university before that you you knew you were going to do this.
0: Yeah, we yeah. We can go further back. Like our mum was a seamstress for a small independent uh, women's wear label. So we grew up with her making clothes and accessories around us. Your mum's been quite a big influence on you. Yeah, she has. She's from Laos in Southeast Asia, and she was caught up in the Vietnam War and another war, and so um, she came over here as a refugee and has really grafted to bring us up. Um, through fashion, and so it was very natural for us to um, become fashion designers ourselves. And the whole kind of Lao culture yeah, in yeah, there? Yeah, definitely. So our Lao heritage has a massive influence on our um, aesthetic, and inspiration for our designs, and they've got a sort of tribal um, feel to them, and a really bold sort of statement pieces. And so could you just describe your, what your jewellery looks like? Yeah. If you, if you <laughs> haven't um, seen it before, we do a lot of chokers and body harnesses and really big, ornate earrings, mm. statement necklaces. Um, and it's we all,
1: all perfect. Yeah.
0: yeah, so we start off by hand-drawing all our designs, by studying like um, patterns within the textiles of Lao fabrics or temple carvings. And from there, we give it like a London twist and put it on big heavy chains um to wear yeah. 90s shapes like <laughs> yeah.
1: chokers and things like yeah. that yeah. Yeah. um and so how did you decide that you've you were always in a creative environment how did you decide that it was jewelry that you wanted to get into
0: We'd, well we we're at uni we really enjoyed experimenting mm. with different processes and techniques so I studied textile design and, and I studied graphic design and actually Tida was creating uh, fashion products like accessories and women's wear on her course and on my course I was allowed to set my own projects so I would do the lookbooks and the graphic design and photography side of her projects so we st- accidentally started building this brand so you already two different departments yeah the same and we'd sneak into each other's classes and help each other out of projects and stuff yeah like and my teachers were probably getting annoyed because all my projects were becoming fashion oriented finch Tudor. <laughs> had your tutors had a lot of experience with twins in the past do you think no no, <laughs> no. it was very weird for them that there was always two faces popping up in class and at Crits <laughs> Oh really?
1: Yeah It's so just supposed to be one
0: of you on yeah. each course
1: Yeah And then, um, so you had started putting together the brand while you were still studying Yeah And then what happened when you left uni? Did you we... get a massive grant and set
0: headquarters straight away? <laughs> it's of funny So we did what everyone does and in, interned for a bit So we did that for a few months um, But who, who were you working with? We interned with a mixture of fashion houses and designers from Burberry to Nike, One Ales, you know, um, underground, underground Shoes, shoes. Um, a real sort of cross-the-board mix, and graphic design studios. Yeah, as well. I, I was mainly working in graphic design studios around London. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, but we'd created the brand and the product, so we had them online, and orders kept. Coming in, actually, Asos Marketplace was the first place we started selling. So Asos Marketplace, basically like
1: eBay for fashion, for bit cool, cooler things, yeah, definitely.
0: And that started taking off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then so we made our online boutique on there, and orders kept coming. So after a few months, we sat down and thought we should really focus on this we can't really turn our back on these sales and stylists were getting in touch Um, were you running out of time doing your day jobs as well and needed yeah yeah we we actually um worked together a part-time job and um it was kind of a bit of a nightmare trying to squeeze it all in (laughs) yeah but we did for the first year and what were you doing with your part-time job oh, right. your, what was
1: your money job this so, is quite cool
0: because our products are laser cut we were going to this laser cutter in south london um every week to cut products so what's what it like
1: in a laser cutting plant it's, it's
0: very is it quite arty farty no it's very cold gray scruffy like a Proper industrial workshop. Yeah, those of heavy lifting and yeah. constantly getting splinters in your fingers. Yeah. And so we were there so much. It's not glamorous. Um, for sure. We were there so often, like ordering our designs to be cut that they just said, "Do you guys want to work here?" Yeah. So we ended up working there uh, for about a year until we went solo. But actually, it was a really good experience because we really um, honed in on our craft and learned how to. Really um, experiment with this process. Yeah, uh, so, so we'd stay makes... after hours and experiment. Yeah, and yeah. that's what makes our designs quite different to a lot of the laser cut Perspective jewelry that's out there, is because we've had that time to refine what we do. Because you really got to know what the machines yeah. could yeah. do, because you could trial and error it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were doing for jobs hours. for all different clients, so yeah, we were trying everything.
1: <laughs> and what about the business side of running a business? How did you kind of get to grips with like, how much stock to make and what prices mm. to put on things. and
0: We're just learning on the job. Yeah, we, we don't have any experience in that side of things. I think when you come from a creative background, the business side of things is quite challenging because that's not how your brain works. You have a creative brain. You want to just concentrate on yeah. creating and you wish that would go away. We don't wish it would go away. We've actually really it. enjoyed it, but... it, it um, it takes a lot of learning and making mistakes to get that right but we were really keen to learn we were fascinated by that side of things too so it wasn't like a pain to learn about business it was just as exciting
1: what were the kind of resources and things that you used to teach yourself business skills our uni
0: has been really good we went to the university of arts and they offer a lot of classes and courses to learn about business. And just generally, being in London, there's so much support for new businesses. Really? Yeah. You only have to Google, like, you know, business seminars or mm-hmm. workshops, and there are like, probably about ten organisations that are holding classes and courses. You can and just go on a Saturday and... Oh, really? Yeah. 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 You Evening classes. Some of them you have to pay for, but they're not very much, or mm. there's a lot of free ones, yeah. So we just attended every talk and sem- seminar going. Yeah. Did you read any books by Richard Branson or anything like Actually, that? Actually, we haven't read any books by Richard Branson. We've Men. read a lot of business books. Yeah.
1: What are the good business gurus that have um, you found useful? There's Lindsay
0: Boyd. She fu- um, founded a um, surgery PR company, and... Um, um, she's written like a manual. Called of... Brand Famous. And she's been in the industry for 10 or so years. So she's, she's giving away all her Maybe top tips. Yeah. Um, so that's really good. Oh, she sounds cool. She is really and cool. And have you met her? Yeah. Yeah, so There's... we met her at our uni. She did a talk there. So off the back of that, we got her book and got all her top tips. Is she, would you describe her as a mentor to you? She's not been a personal mentor but her book's definitely been really helpful. Have you got any mentors in that, yeah, oh, yeah. the jewellery world? We have yeah, we've a got a couple. Now. So we've got um, an s- amazing jeweller called Sally who she does private Commissions for engagement rings and things, but she has become a really valuable mentor for us in terms of jewelry production. And we've got a business mentor, and she's this really business savvy, sassy lady with Natalie, (laughs) and um, she gives us the best advice. And how do you find the mentors? You never know where you can find a mentor. You could be like at a friend's birthday, or you could just be like a fashion event or something it's just always worth talking to people out and about on the night um, out yeah and a <laughs> friend of a friend it's worth talking to people because they'll see something in you or you'll see something in them that's worth hanging on to
1: and you just keep in touch yeah. and then they they don't mind sharing their trade secrets with you
0: no because they it will you know everyone you talk to you'll share something about what you're doing with them and if they believe in you they will share their what they know with you if they don't they won't yeah and we're we're always really honest and open with people about what we want to achieve and what we're doing and so we get that sort of open advice back
1: yeah
0: Um, yeah so you kind of they might even be getting inspired by yeah it's it's a really mutual thing yeah it's just Mm. like it's generally really inspiring conversations rather than right you need to do this this and this and um, with the jewelry, do you ever do
1: kind of like market research, or is it all coming from your own taste and imagination, or do you have to modify things to make them more commercial? A bit of
0: both. In the beginning, yeah. our first collection was insane. Like it, when I looked, it was insane. Yeah, because I was actually looking back at it yesterday, and all the pieces were ginormous and completely unwearable, but they're beautiful and like I'll treasure them forever. But we have naturally. Uh, realise that people might not want to wear like yeah. a necklace that's as big as their chest so we <laughs> will offer like, small pieces as well yeah. Yeah. But I think also it is through doing market research in the sense that we don't do questionnaires but when we do pop up events or sell through our websites we'll just look at what's selling well and what isn't and yeah. then you can tell like what's working yeah you can do it in a formal and informal way like intuitively recognize what's selling and not selling or do a questionnaire or like get some quantity qualitative, whatever quantitative data quantitative data (laughs) and run it
1: into a spreadsheet yeah Yeah, make a graph Yeah. yeah And what about the big, crazy pieces that you still make? Because you do kind of celebrity pieces, don't you, with one-offs?
0: Yeah, so now a lot of the show pieces we design are for... um, Performers. Performers, like FK Twigs. We do design a lot of her tour jewellery and um, some pieces she just wore for her new music video. Yeah. Um, And how did you get involved with her? We met a couple of years ago, actually um, with Irene as well.: Oh really. Um, and um, we were it's all... the network. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> We all went to New York together on this uh, one hours book launch. Okay, and we we're all kind of helping each other out. like Twiggs was just starting to perform. Um, Sharma Dean had just launched her first book and we were just We just like, graduated. We just graduated. So we're working with them. Yeah, so we're just all helping each other out like that. And so we've stayed in touch and, and yeah, so now we're doing bespoke pieces for her. And it's cool for us because we get to really go OTT with our designs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stage wear is something quite different. Yeah. Yeah. And what kind of thing does Twigs request? Um, we'll do you really... She likes like,
0: our raunchiest pieces, yeah. which is really good because... <laughs> We're like, in the last collection, we designed some raunchy pieces, and there's not many people that are into them, so it was amazing when she came along and was like, yeah. I want them. Like leg harnesses, and high neck chokers, and yeah, just uh, and body chains. And the way she moves, because she's amazing at dancing, she kind of shimmers around, doesn't she? So they just look amazing on her. And do you think you got any like little sales boost off the back of being in a Twig's video? I hope so. It only just came out yesterday, so (laughs) we'll see. Okay. This video, yeah. But definitely, we've um, we've heard a lot of her fans contact us who have seen her um, wearing our stuff in like New York and. Um, did your did you Instagram
1: followers go up?
0: Yeah, but it's quite a gradual thing. Yeah, so um, I think they're just keeping an eye on us at the moment. <laughs> and, um, like liking all her pictures. Oh, really? But you have to like really earn it before they follow you for real. I don't think <laughs> that everyone can... I feel comfortable wearing the pieces that she wears on stage. Yeah. yeah. So they'll definitely go for like the smaller earrings and necklaces and stuff, yeah. but not the really OTT pieces. But so that's
1: what you want, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true. Cool. And
1: now that you're successful (laughs) business with a global (laughs) empire. Um, You could be mentoring other little Crazy yeah. kids out of college, yourselves.
0: Yeah, we do actually. We run an after school club with um, some school kids. These 11 year olds. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. So we go in once a week and uh, we teach them how to run their own fashion business. Really? Yeah. And what sort of things are the 11 year olds coming up with? So we're teaching Is it them. It's mind them how blowing. To do? It's a mixture. Yeah. So <laughs> we've got some Good students. Good and bad. <laughs> so mind blowing. Yeah, some <laughs> students that naturally um, have taken to it and they're designing really beautiful products and then some students that are at the age where they're just getting into boys so maybe designing products that are like you and me or like Bay and babes and there's a lot of emojis <laughs>
1: really yeah <laughs> so that's a good tip for anyone who wants to make money out of 11 year olds just put a lot of emojis, emojis. on your product yeah definitely will you be doing an arrange of
0: emoji jewellery but there's a gap in the market for it yeah definitely. well I think our classes are, our students are starting yeah. an emoji brand so yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to wrap things up
1: would you be able to encapsulate a business or creative business tip in kind of one phrase. Um, Work hard, play hard.
0: Well I just think <laughs> don't be afraid to make mistakes. I think we live under the illusion that you can't make mistakes and the fear of making mistakes and that's just a part of it of running a business of, of life is just like there's gonna be ups and downs and you've just got to learn from them. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much ladies. You're okay. awesome. educational. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: That was Lisa and Tita Finch's Big Idea. Thanks for downloading this week's episode and be sure to look out for next week's episode of My Big Idea. Subscribe on Acast and iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Bye. Planning for your next trip?